conversation is about to shift in tone. Not out of morbidity, but out of necessity. As I stand here before you now, I'm not a pastor who's just doing a funeral. I'm not standing here just because that's what I do. I'm standing before you as a grandson, and as a son, a brother, a nephew, a relative, a friend, and a child of God. And I'm asking you to pay heed to my words right now. Listen, right now you are you are face to face with the reality of death. You can look right here and you can see it. If you were to walk by and you were to speak to her, she would not respond. If you touch her, you will feel no warmth. There is no life in this body of hers. She is incapable of laughing at any jokes. She is unable to apologize for anything she may have done wrong. Any decisions that she made in this life are now final. She can take nothing back. She cannot comfort or care for anyone anymore. She cannot enjoy anything that life has to offer. This is death. And do you know why my grandmother died? They're not sure. They think that she may have had a pulmonary embolism. They're not quite for certain. But that's not why she died. That's how she died. Do you know why she died? Because my grandmother, like every single one of us here, like every single person that has ever lived, like me, like you, my grandmother was a sinner. She did things in her life that were against the will of God. And these things brought death upon her. The Bible is clear that it is appointed for man to die once and then comes the judgment. My grandmother did not escape this reality simply because nobody can escape this reality. We will all die and we will all face the judgment of God. And when we stand before God, we will have to give an account for the things that we have done in this life. And if there is no sufficient excuse, if there is no satisfactory justification for why we have turned our backs upon God, then there is no pardon. And the only thing waiting for us is the wrath of God. This is the reality that we must all reckon with. And this is the reality that my grandmother reckoned with. She sinned, and therefore she died. She died, and therefore she stood before the Lord in judgment. She stood before the Lord in judgment, and therefore she was confronted with the entire account of every single action that she had ever committed. But when that account was read to her, do you know what it said? I, you know, I don't know everything that was read to her. None of us do. But I know some things that were read to her. The Lord looked at my grandmother and he said, Joyce, you served God perfectly without faltering. You fulfilled the entire law of God. You cleansed lepers. You gave sight to the blind and hearing to the deaf. You cast out demons. You fed the poor and you clothed the naked. You perfectly testified to the goodness, the holiness, and worthiness of me despite all opposition. You resisted your sin, Joyce, to the point of shedding your blood. And having ref you refused service for yourself, but instead you submitted yourself to be the servant of all, washing the feet of those who desert you and bearing the cross of those who crucify you. Now how is that possible? How is that possible? How is that Part of the record that she had before the Lord. 
Now, the answer to that question requires a story. In the beginning of time, God, who is the source of all life, he created the heavens and the earth. And then he created mankind, and he created them male and female, and he placed them on the earth to worship him, to serve him, to glorify him, and to make much of him. But through pride and selfishness, we rejected our created purpose, and we decided to live for ourselves rather than for God. This is called sin. And God, being just and having to punish sin, he banished us from his presence, and he pronounced a curse upon us that our sin would separate us from him, the source of all life, and therefore would result in our death and our eternal separation from him. And the only right the only way to be made right with God would be to fulfill the purpose that we were originally created for, to reflect His glory perfectly in every way. This meant that the only way to save ourselves would be to live a completely perfect life devoid of sin. And now God, also being merciful and loving, He he, he realized the, the, the weight that mankind had to carry and He did not leave that up to us. He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to pay the penalty for our sin against Him. And Jesus Christ lived a perfect life. He served God perfectly without faltering. He fulfilled the whole law of God. He cleansed lepers. And He gave sight to the blind and hearing to the deaf. And He cast out demons. He fed the poor. And He clothed the naked. He perfectly testified to the goodness, the holiness, and the worthiness of God despite all opposition. He resisted His sin to the point of shedding His blood. He refused service for Himself. But instead, He emptied himself. He submitted himself to be the servant of all. He washed the feet of those who deserted him and he bore the cross of those who crucified him. That's what Jesus Christ did for us. And on that cross something amazing happened. Jesus Christ offered himself as a sacrifice to God for us. He willingly gave himself up for us taking our place before God. God looked upon His Son and He saw the worthiness of the life that He had lived and He accepted Jesus' payment. And in that moment, all of the wrath that God had been storing up for millennia, all of His hatred against my sin, your sin, our sin, the world's sin, was placed and poured out upon His very own Son. And Jesus, who had never sinned, He received the wages for our sin. He died. He died on the cross. He was buried. But he did not stay dead. Jesus took our sin to the grave. He grappled with it and he overcame it. And God, seeing the victory that he had had over our sin, he raised him to life and he received him into heaven. He had sufficiently paid for the sins of the entire world. And so now, in this moment, we are faced with a decision. If we repent of our sins and we place our trust in the work of Christ on the cross as the hope for our salvation, then we will be saved. Upon our repentance and profession of faith, the perfect life that Jesus lived is credited to our account. And then, being considered as perfect by God, we are welcomed back into fellowship with the Lord. And we will die. And when we die, we will stand before Him. 
And we who are neither good nor faithful, he will tell, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into your rest. We will spend forever with him. You see, this is the good news. This is the good news. You do not have to do anything but receive. You do not have to do anything but acknowledge what Christ has done for you. You have to give up trying to do this for yourself. You have to submit to the Lordship of Jesus as the one who has ransomed you from death and eternally rescued you. He will make you whole. He provides everything that you lack. You find purpose. You find meaning. You find hope. You find peace. You find everything that your soul was made to enjoy. You find God. And you will enjoy Him forever. Now, hear me. None of this is yours apart from Christ. None of it. There is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Amen. There is nobody who has ever died for you. There is nobody who has ever lived a completely perfect life. There is nobody who has ever perfectly fulfilled the law of God on your behalf. You have no hope apart from Him. You reject Christ. You reject life. Now my grandmother is in eternity now. She cannot come back and say anything to you. But if she could, I know that she would plead with you. And so I will plead with you. Be reconciled to God. Give yourself to this. Do not let this grief and this pain and this loss be for nothing. Don't sit and listen to the only message that can save you and walk out with indifference. Repent of your sins. Put your faith in the finished work of Christ on the cross. Receive His righteousness. Return to your Creator, your King, and your Lord, and your Savior. Give yourself to this, and just like her, you will sing a new song, and you will enter into the adventure of a lifetime. You'll be swept up into the greatest story ever told. 